Welcome back to the Sandcast. I am back from overseas and breaking my hand. <laughs> and uh, we're back in the studio today. Sandcast brought to you by Wilson, of course, and our co-host, Mr. Travis Money Mawerder. Good to have you back in town. Yes, Broken sir. hand and all. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and we have some, uh, some players here who have been doing some work. Uh, only, what, two events into your into your professional career and you already took a third yeah Dang. exciting I, I think I missed a lot uh, while I was gone I was looking at the brackets from overseas and I'm like who are these people <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these players yeah they're like making semis and all that but I suppose that's a um, uh, that's what's happening with the whole college scene you know mm-hmm. it's bringing in players who are re- pro ready whereas before Everyone had to kind of learn and, and gain their experience on tour. Now everyone's coming in with experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like at UCLA, like it, it's a pro environment. Like Sarah Svantel was there, so we got to train against her every day in the right. Twins. So, I mean, we were, like the top three were on our own court. So we're like literally playing with like other girls that are also playing right. pro. So it's just like such good training for yeah. once you get out of there. Right. Yeah. It's got to give you a lot of confidence knowing, yeah. like, okay, I know how I match up against these girls, mm-hmm. and then I see what they're doing on the international stage. Yeah. So just automatically know that you can hang. And you guys have, like, more resources than the professionals have resources for the most part because when we had, the, we had the twins on the podcast and they are saying, like, we have, like, lifting – and we, you like you get coaching from Stein, yeah. And you you get coaching from Todd Rogers, like yeah. two of the most brilliant minds right. in the game. Then you get out in the pro scene. It's like, mm-hmm. so we just call people to set up random practices and kind of wing it. Yeah. By the way, it never gets better than college. <laughs> <laughs> just get used to that right now, especially if you went to the UCLA, USC, yeah. Dub. Yeah. So, it, it somewhat goes downhill from here. But now you get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. You get paid, and that's. Actually, better. Yeah. 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 Not a bad first paycheck on the pro tour. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank by you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were like freaking out. My mom told us, and we were like, "Wait, like thousand? Yeah. No, that's actually how it was. After every game, we'd like check and be like, "Yeah, it's crazy." Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, how much like did coming out of college give you the confidence to walk into an AVP qualifier? Because I feel like, I mean, it's crazy that like you were on court three. And you were in the AVP semifinals and, like, giving Betsy and Emily, like, a really good run, too. And you were on court one at Poly. I don't know where you were at, at Washington. Well, um, yeah. Okay. But how much did that prepare you for the professional ranks? Because you were playing, like, mm-hmm. pretty much professional teams while you were there. Yeah, I think for me it was – playing for Todd was huge. I mean, I learned so much from him in such a short amount of time. And I think he really was honest with me and prepared me for what was coming next. So I think just kind of having that experience was really helpful going into it. But at the same time, we both were really, like, unsure of what we were yeah. capable of doing because we went to Seattle and we didn't qualify. We had a really tough time. We both cried on the way to the airport. <laughs> um, it was really tough. So then coming into, you know, Hermosa, we were kind of just like, okay, this is our opportunity to attack it, and we're going to go through a qualifier again and kind of just staying present with every match that we played. But it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we knew the odds were kind of against us. And so, like, we knew that, like, there's a lot of obstacles to be faced. We're pretty realistic about it. And I think that we knew like when we got the opportunity, we were confident that we could, we could play and hang with the best of them. But I think we just needed the opportunity. And so 
I think we always talked about, like, once we get that opportunity, we thought it would be Manhattan because we have a main draw bid for Manhattan because we won an AVP next. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we Which thought, like... did you win? We won Denver. Okay. Yeah, awesome. so we were, like, that will be, like, our opportunity to... We will be, like, more fresh and stuff. And so we were just trying to, like, get as prepared as possible for that. So I think it came a little sooner than we expected. Yeah. But we know, like... I don't know, we're just super realistic with, like, the situation, and we know it's hard, and neither of us have ever played in any beach tournaments since, like, high school, so we have no points. We have, like, no experience. Like, it's just a different environment than playing in college, especially from indoor volleyball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like people get motivated by different things. Do you guys like having that, you know, like you were the 47 seed, Mm -hmm. not, you know, if anybody was just looking at the bracket, probably would have expected Laura and Kim to come out do you yeah. guys like kind of having that okay well, we have a lot of work to do or would you rather be the favorites coming in um I think me personally I kind of liked being the underdog I think it felt it relieved a lot of pressure for me it wasn't like we have to go in and we have to win and beat all these teams it was kind of like okay who how many teams can we knock off how well can we do we're not supposed to win any of these games so let's just you know go out and give it our best shot I think we also kind of had the advantage of people not knowing much about us tendency mm-hmm. wise and things like that so it was kind of cool I thought I mean it was tough to play 11 games but yeah like it was our like playing Betsy and Emily it was their fourth and our 11th yeah. Damn. so we were just like let's just <laughs> not embarrass yeah. ourselves please like yeah. just do our best but like just don't embarrass ourselves that's yeah. the goal here our before we played them was we were pretty so sad. tired <laughs> yeah. Yeah. one serve hit one ball yeah 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 we're sorry we were talking in the qualifier and we were like we just have to like get through the qualifier and then once we're out of the qualifier like we can breathe and totally. it's like it's just so free yeah. but we just had to get through. So like in the qualifier, I don't think that I loved being the 48 seed. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once you're in the main draw, it's like, okay, now we have nothing to lose. Like, yeah. we can play a lot more free, and I think that we really took advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. I always love talking to qualifier teams who come out because we had um, Andy Benesh and Adam Roberts mm-hmm. who took a seventh out of the qualifier, and they were like, yeah, qualifiers are, like, so nerve-wracking, and then you get in the main draw, and it's like, oh, this is easy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just totally. the pressure is way off, mm-hmm. which I think for me, too, it's like same thing. You get to main draw, it's like, oh, now you just get to, like, play and the pressure yeah. off it's not single limb it's not crazy yeah definitely and we were talking beforehand that you guys almost dropped out of the qualifier yeah which so I guess kind of explain for the listeners like what mm-hmm. what was going on there so you, like the forfeit situation mm-hmm. yeah so we it was actually into the main draw so I got hurt in our last in our qualifying game against yeah um, our play-in against yeah. Laura and Kim. and Kim yeah so I got I had a really bad cramp and then landed on my knee kind of funky so it was a little weird but we got into Friday came along and I was kind of like, I called her crying on the way to the beach, and I was like, look, dude, like, I'm so sorry. We worked super hard, but, like, I, I don't think I can play. My knee was hurting really badly. Um, my calf I was, like, was still cramping. it's okay. Like, you got to take care of yourself. <laughs> and I was like, stop it. Yeah, I can hear it in her voice. It's pretty bummed. <laughs> um, so we, like, told the AVP people, like, hey, we think we're going to, we might have to forfeit. And we were supposed to play on stadium court. So he was like, well, we're going to move your game to court, like, five or something. Um, just in case you do have to forfeit. So I kind of just warmed up a little bit and I was like, I mean, I'll try it. Like I want to do this and we work so hard to get here. So if I have to kind of just be on a peg leg for a little bit, at yeah. least, you know, we can say we tried, but ended up working out. So it was I would good. say so. Yeah. yeah. So, like how was it playing through? Like did the pain eventually go away or like did the, the adrenaline um, kind of take over a little bit? It was pretty painful, um, yeah. especially just going through Friday. I think we kind of got lucky. So we lost our first one, which means we only had to play one more. So it was really, we were fortunate that we only had to play two yeah. games. It like yeah. was better to lose the first. Mm-hmm. 
Because oh, then, like, you that. go back yeah. down mm-hmm. to the same round as if you would have And you well, have a mm-hmm. really long rest yes. instead of getting mm-hmm. right back up again. Yeah. Yeah. It was super helpful. But there were so many balls that, like, normally I'd be able to get to were, like, balls that I would, you know, I can normally block that ball, but I just couldn't jump as high. couldn't really pivot the way I wanted to. So it was kind of a disadvantage there. But um, it was nice to kind of, like you said, just have that rest and get some time to recoup for Saturday. Yeah. What did you guys do in between? Because you had, like, seven hours. I don't I'm even sorry. know. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, wait, did you go home that day on Friday, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, she went home. Um, <laughs> yeah, I stayed at the beach, but it was funny. So for our second match, we were completely unprepared. We were watching the wrong oh, court. Yeah. So we, were, we thought we were on a different court. Yeah, so we're just laying down, like, having a good time, and all of a sudden we just hear, like, Muno and Jones, Muno and Jones, and we're like, I mean, that's us, but, like, <laughs> we still got time. The ref's like, you guys are playing right now, and we were like... So we, we literally were just, like, laying on the sand and then, like, had two minutes to warm up. Yeah. So, like, we both, like, hit a ball, and then mm-hmm. we played our second Perfect. game. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yep. So we did nothing all yeah. the way until the last minute, yeah. pretty much. On the sec- yeah. yeah, on the second day, m- one of my friends has a Normatech, so, like, we would, like, run to, like, we'd have, like, an hour and a half, and we'd, like, run to my parents' house in, like, Normatech, and then, like, run back there. <laughs> yeah. Because we were so tired. We were, like, we'll do anything to feel better. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And how did you guys, so we have a Cal Poly and UCLA partnership, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the more fun parts of the qualifiers for me is, is like, watching all, like, the schools partner together, because I think you guys played Ia Lindahl and Morgan Martin, right, mm-hmm. on your, in your second match on Friday, which mm-hmm. is another, like, mishmash. So how did you, how did the partnership end up getting formed? Uh, well, we both did USA Beach in high school, mm-hmm. and so, like, we did, like, the whole HP thing, and then they partnered us up together. So we played in uh, U19 World Championships in Portugal okay. together. Um, and then we, I asked her to play this past spring. I watched her play and I was like, wow, she got so much better at setting. <laughs> and then I was like, I definitely want to play with her. So then I texted her and I just texted her. I was like, Hey, like, I don't know what your plans are, but like, if you are going to play, like, would you want to just like try and see how it works in a couple of tournaments? And then, yeah, we couldn't get into either Austin or New York because we have zero points so we couldn't even get into the qualifier we like didn't know that existed so we bought tickets (laughs) we like had our hotel and like lost everything and we were like this is so horrible (laughs) 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 we drive all so hard so yeah we definitely like went from all the way from the bottom but yeah so that's kind of how it happened I just asked her and then yeah okay Mm -hmm. awesome seems like it's going pretty well so far yeah Yeah. so was, was Colorado your first tournament then or was that after? Yeah, we had played in a couple of CBVAs. Okay. And then we went to Colorado and then Washington. Mm-hmm. And okay. then that was, those are the only, and then Hermosa. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how has it been kind of, I know that one of the things that college athletes struggle a little bit is the lack of structure after college. Mm-hmm. So how have you guys gone about making that transition? seems like it's gone pretty well so far. Yeah. So I think um, P1440 definitely kind of provided that structure for us. Um, we were kind of unsure going into it what would it, what it would be like, but we both were kind of like, you know, we want some sort of practice schedule, some sort of, you know, lifting schedule. Mm-hmm. And so that's mm-hmm. been really nice and helpful. So we have practice times. And then it's also been cool to kind of just schedule, you know, random, hey, let's play with other pro players. It's been really cool yeah. for us and we're learning a lot. So we definitely have some, some structure and that's been helpful. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like a big reason why we chose 1440 like I know I really like structure so mm-hmm. I was like at the very least like we have like some practices planned and then right. we can mm-hmm. and then I like go to a trainer mm-hmm. like I just like had to create my own structure because otherwise I'd go kind of crazy I think. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you're you grew up in Hermosa right yeah I grew up in Hermosa and then my parents moved to Manhattan when I was in high school. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So how was it? Stadium court? Oh, yeah. Final Sunday? It was like the hometown? coolest thing. That's so cool. Yeah, because I didn't even, 
like going into last my senior year of indoor like I was expecting to play indoor overseas and then I just didn't have like the greatest year and I was like like just kind of over indoor volleyball and so I last Hermosa AVP I was there watching like on Sunday I just had no idea that I would ever be there and yeah. so I like called my mom that morning I was like I'm like going to play today. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah. And then I just like have been like at like Vaughn's yesterday. I saw a family friend and they were like, we saw you playing. Like it's, it was like a dad of a girl I played middle school soccer with. Uh-huh. And just like, cause it's here. So everybody could go watch. And I don't know. It was really, really special for me because I grew up watching that. So yeah, that's awesome. It was really cool. And now you get to follow it up with Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're straight in. It might be a little bit easier without yeah. full masses on yeah. your leg, no yeah. cramping the day before. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Helpful. Zana doesn't have to worry about <laughs> Yeah. Less tears. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So automatic main draw on just your third event. And it's a gold yeah. series. You guys have a huge points opportunity, too. Yeah. 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 Which would be great. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we are really shooting for. Yeah. yeah. Point thing. So, yeah, yeah. At least, yeah. At the very least, you'll get into qualifiers now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just blessed. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there, like, any sense of, uh, like, starstruckness in main draw at all? Because I know that, I don't know if it was different because, like, you had been coached by Stein, you had been coached by Todd, who mm-hmm. were, like, two Hall of Fame beach volleyball players. Like, that's mm-hmm. a gold medalist, and Stein went to the Olympics, too. So mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, that had eased up any of the starstruckness. No. no. We were so excited. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. played on stadium court with no people, and we were so excited. Like, we were, yeah. this is the coolest thing ever. Uh-huh. Like, I think just the experience in general, because it was so unexpected and because of all the adversity we faced before, we really weren't expecting anything. So we were so grateful for everything that, yeah. like, happened and, like, seeing all these people who have been playing for so long and kicking butt on tours. Super fun for us to kind of just give them yeah. our best shot and just push really hard, yeah. I'm interested to hear who are kind of some of the players that you guys have at least been watching. Or... You want to go first? Well, I don't know. If I can speak for myself, but we both, like, weren't ever that involved in the beach community, so right. I really mm-hmm. never knew that many people. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, with P1440, Carrie Walsh had asked us to practice with her a couple yeah. of times, and we were literally, like, excuse my language, like, shitting our pants. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, my God. You're not the first to say that on this show. Yeah, so I think that was, like, the first one, and we just were, like, ever since then, like, anybody we see, it's, like, mm-hmm. like we just watched them growing up, so it's just, uh-huh. like, I don't know. I think we're both pretty, like, humbled, right, to right. say the least. Like, mm-hmm. I think anybody at oh, this anyone. point, we're just, yeah. like, oh, my God, like, that's that person? Like, yeah. We're just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's nobody really specific. I think it's just the entire, mm-hmm. like, just the fact that we're in the AVP, like we played in right. a main draw, like mm-hmm. all of it is just really like mind blowing to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I think awesome. a lot of, a lot of times, like the more you play, you start to see certain skills that players do and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, I want to steal that from them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I play that style of game so mm-hmm. I can steal this from mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. You kind of create your own uh, style of play, I guess, based yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's a, like one cool thing that's different from like playing in college. It's like, you have so much more variety. Like I'm playing against so many different people that I, haven't been playing against for four years yeah. and so I can like pick up on other things and learn so much and like especially because they've been playing at the highest level and so there's just so many nuances that like you can see so quickly and you're like wow if I just do that like yeah. my game will just get so much better totally I'm yeah. still learning that like well obviously but like <laughs> every tournament I'm like playing and you know we get a great finish and then I go back the next week and I'm like god there's so much to learn and work yeah. on like my finish says that I'm pretty damn good at this, but <laughs> the way I'm playing, yeah. and the way, at least the way my coach is talking to me, <laughs> Jose Lara, <laughs> yeah. another one of those Hall of Famers, 
I'm like, damn, I got so much to learn. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, when I came out in the beginning, it was I was looking at like Todd Rogers, and I'm like, oh my god, the yeah. professor. I get to play against him. Yeah. But luckily, I got him while he was old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't with Phil anymore, so that helped. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. What are some of your bigger takeaways just from the weekend? I don't know if you've like even had time to just like sit down and reflect and like absorb like what happened and maybe mm-hmm. pick up a few lessons along the way. Mm-hmm. I think for me, kind of just this was a validating moment for us. And at the same time, you know, with this sport, it's so hard because you can do well. You know, we took a third in Hermosa and then you can turn around and not even qualify for another tournament. So I think one thing for me was just a super grateful, just a ton of gratitude for the experience. Um, but B just kind of confirmed that, you know, we are good at this, you know, and we can, we can do well and get better. And that, you know, like you said, there's a lot to learn, but that, you know, we are in the right spot and we choosing to play this was a good decision. Cause kind of like she mentioned earlier, my first thought was to play overseas indoor. And, you know, with that, you get, you know, a salary and it's much more like, you know, you're guaranteed a lot more things. And so I think, this was definitely a risk for both of us, but, you know, having that validating moment, especially after all the adversity was, was huge. So I think just, yeah, learning that, you know, we could do this and then also just being super grateful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like after this year at Poly, you're pretty used to adversity. Oh yeah. You guys like half the <laughs> team was injured. Yeah. And- seriously. Yeah. That was, it was a whirlwind of a season for sure, but yeah, came out doing pretty well. So it was exciting. Yeah. I mean, how wild was it? Cause like both of you guys had historic seasons. So mm-hmm. you guys have like different, like really good seasons in different ways that you guys won national championship again and mm-hmm. you guys make golf shorts for the first time right mm-hmm. in one conference yeah for, for the, the first, first time, time. So yeah congrats to both of you on Thanks. that yeah it was crazy how wild was it at poly this year though because like mm-hmm. i think i was talking to todd i think he said there was one team that played on all five courts mm-hmm. throughout the year because of how many injuries there were yeah ton of injuries um our best player got injured um from the beginning we knew she probably wasn't gonna be able to play so that was kind of huge Um, but yeah, like you said, girls were just kind of being thrown around everywhere. And then we ended up being the best team that Cal Poly's ever had for any sport, which was super cool. Um, and Todd did a great job of kind of just directing the ship and I'm huge on, on facing adversity because my coach at Washington, that was kind of his thing. Like, you know, what can you learn from this and how do you keep getting better? So I think we kind of just held on tight and pushed as hard as we could and it worked out. Yeah. Mm -hmm going to pause right there really quick for a quick word from our sponsors hey they're the ones who keep the show going we got to give them a shout out all right so shout out as always to our guys at wilson who are giving out all the best balls on the avp tour giving out the best balls on the college tour the cbva everybody uses wilson and it's for a reason and you probably do too if you're listening to the show and you probably need new balls so if you do give us a shout at wilson sand on wilsonvolleyball.com for a 20% discount. All right, that is Wilson Sand for 20% discount for the best balls in the game. All right, so go over to Wilson. Use the best balls out there. You can get them decorated by Nicolette Martin. Have a great time with them and uh, and use that code for a 20% discount. Lord knows we all need them in beach volleyball, so go ahead and give me, give me use. And just as we all need volleyballs, we also all need recovery devices, all right, especially for those of us who are traveling all over the place. Recovery is key, which is why Firefly Recovery is our guys for that. You can just strap these things on your knee or wherever you are injured or need some recovery, and Firefly has you covered. It simulates the blood flow down the legs or wherever you are injured, and it kind of, it just heals it. You could be at work putting them on. It's going to heal you up. You could be on an airplane. Thank 
goodness. That's where I spend half of my time these days, and it's going to heal you up. Firefly Recovery is your spot, and you can use our code SANDCAST. Then you get 10% off of Firefly Recovery. So you got 20% at Wilson. You got 10% at Firefly. You are set up. Now for our final but not least sponsor, we have Pacific Coast Wealth Management. All right, They are some of the guys who are responsible for putting on such an excellent event at the Laguna Open, so it's always good to give them support. And if you need any type of financial support, they have your back. So you can get up a free consultation at Pacific Coast Wealth Management. All right, and they uh, we're going to give you a the Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic breakdown. All right, so unfortunately, Russia is number one for the guys. We got Vyacheslav Krasilnikov and Oleg Stoyanovsky ranked number one in the Olympic race. Number two, the Norwegian buddies, the Beach Volley Vikings, Anders Moll and Christian Sorum. Number three, we have the Polish Todd Rogers, Gregors Fijalek, and Michael Brill. Esteban and Marco Grimalt are right behind them. The number one American team in the current Olympic race is Triborn and Trevor Crab, our only split-blocking duo in the country. On the women's side, this is a much more American-filled affair. We have Rebecca Cavalcanti and Ana Patricia Silva as number one in the world. They're from Brazil. Number two at the moment, Carrie Walsh Jennings and Brooke Sweat. Number three, April Ross and Alex Kleinman. Number four, Canadians... Heather Bansley and Brandy Wilkerson, number five, another Canadian pair. There are buddies up north. Let's give them some love. Melissa Humana Paredes and Sarah Pavin. Uh, checking in the U.S. also in the top ten, Sarah Hughes and Summer Ross and Kelly Clays and Sarah Sponsel. A lot to change, obviously, in the coming months as some of the bigger events come up. But that is your Pacific Coast Wealth Management Olympic update. And now we will get back to Sandcast. As always, appreciate you guys listening to the show so much. Love all you guys. Love beach volleyball. Appreciate all the support. How did you uh, end up at Washington to start? Because you grew mm-hmm. up, went to Los Alamitos, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then, so what made you want to go to Washington? So I played at T Street Volleyball Club, and Bailey Tanner, Troy Tanner's daughter, um, was going there, and she was saying, you know, this is such a great school. And so I checked it out, hated it at first. It was <laughs> pouring rain, and I was yeah. like, why would I ever do this? It sounds rain terrible. In Washington? Yeah. No Who would have thought? <laughs> um, and so I was like, okay, you know, I checked it out again, and Jim McLaughlin was the head coach at the time, and he's a volleyball legend. And so I was like, yeah, if I, you know, I want to get the best training. I don't want to stay in the Pac-12. I want to stay, you know, remotely close to home. So it kind of just worked out. And they really did a good job of making me feel like a person and not just like, you know, another top recruit. They were really interested in my family and who I was and what my core values were. And so I think that kind of just was like, okay, like this sounds like something that I'd love to be a part of. So I just jumped in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then... When you so you played three years beach or yeah you did beach and indoor <clears throat> I did Washington mm-hmm. okay and then you transferred to Poly mm-hmm. for your senior season for my or for grad yeah so it was fifth year so I started okay. my grad school program yeah okay. Poly mm-hmm. got it what made you end up at, at Poly Todd <laughs> yeah I was like well if I'm gonna try to Easy push this beach thing why not play for Todd so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah so good well did you guys like playing both indoor and beach it seems like a lot on the mind and the body. I think for her it might be different because for us at at Washington Beach was kind of like our like our season was like maybe four weeks. So for us, it was just like a break from indoor. And so it was a ton of fun. We kind of just were like, let's, you know, do the best we can. We were in the Pac-12. So we were playing against USC, UCLA. So we knew that those were going to be two L's. So we were like, (laughs) let's just do the best we can. Um, So it was really fun and kind of more of a break. So it wasn't super strenuous in terms of like, this is so hard. We're grinding, um, you know, every day. It's really tough. It was kind of just like, this is really fun. Um, but at Poly, it was it was definitely really hard to do, like coming from 
Washington. It was just kind of like a different vibe. Everyone was really serious and like they were good and able to like compete and do well in conference. So yeah, it was definitely different. Yeah. And then beach and indoor are both really like really, yeah. not that beach is not a serious program at Washington, mm-hmm. but like, that's like a, yeah. like a big time program at yeah. UCLA as is the indoor. So yeah. how was it doing? It was definitely a little bit of a different experience. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, uh, like a lot of girls have reached out to me and been like, I'm trying, I'm thinking about doing both. And like, I'm like a super honest person and I like don't always recommend it. I think that it was so physically taxing one, but like yeah. emotionally taxing too. Cause as soon like, I remember we won the national championship in beach my junior year and we got home at Sunday night at like two thirty, and we had practice on Monday morning for indoor. Oh, so it was just like, there was no break. And I think because they're two top programs, like they want to get the, be- the most out of their athletes. Right. And it's that constant conversation of like, well, we spend so much money for you to be here for indoor. So like, we want to be getting the most out of you. Mm-hmm but you're spending so much time there. So whenever I do have that small time, they want me. Yeah. So it was just like kind of like a back and forth pulling and then also just not feeling like I can get the best at one thing. Cause like in off season, that's when like, that's your time to work and get mm-hmm. better and make changes like the big changes. And so I didn't feel like I could make like the huge changes I need to indoor yeah. to really improve. And then beach, like I wasn't doing anything cause all summer long you're at school training for indoor. So I didn't play in a, a single beach tournament in college. And so I, like, it, I just felt like I was pulled in a lot of directions. I'm so grateful that I did it because, like, I got so many amazing experiences. Yeah. And I'm glad that I played indoor volleyball because at the time that I was, like, committing, beach volleyball wasn't really as big as it is right now. It's, yeah. It was just so much yeah. different. And I wanted to play at the top level that I could play at. And so mm-hmm. there's, like, moments, like, playing in Nebraska in front of 15,000 people. Like, yeah, those yeah. are moments yeah, I'll never forget. Down. And I loved that. And, like... I live for those environments, so I'm super glad I did it. And then I won two national championships on beach, so I'm also so grateful for that. So in in the end, I'm super grateful for it, but physically and emotionally, it is, like, beyond draining. You better be ready. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just, like, want to prepare people for that. Like, it's possible, and it can (laughs) be super awesome, but it is – you just have to be aware of, like, what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. That's cool that – go ahead, Trey. Sorry. Are are you guys uh, both – still thinking about indoor or going back or playing in between anything like that is it still <laughs> maybe um, not after this last week uh, yeah got so, a little bread in your pocket yeah <laughs> seriously yeah so it's funny I think we both have like kind of joked about it a little bit like if beach didn't work out then we you know would consider going yeah. back I know I definitely would just for mm-hmm. the experience of playing overseas yeah. and like being a professional athlete and, and indoor but I definitely don't want to mm-hmm. um but yeah. if that like you ended up happening to. yeah exactly I don't yeah, want to exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly I had this similar experience. I mean, I went overseas mm-hmm. just to play because, I mean, we didn't have beach, so I played indoor. Mm-hmm. Kind of just went through the pipeline, right? You play mm-hmm. indoor and then you go overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I came back and played in the summers, mm-hmm. and luckily I played in Puerto Rico where it was only three-month seasons. Yeah. I don't know if they still have that right now. Yeah, they yeah, do. They do. They do? Mm-hmm. It's a good option yeah. if you want to sample it because <laughs> yeah. then you can play both. <clears throat> but it was the same for me. Once it became an opportunity to play mm-hmm. full-time beach, I was like... See you later. And yeah. Like, yeah. I'm good. My knees are good. My shoulders yeah. good. Yeah. I'll, I'll slow things down with a few shots here yeah. and there yeah. rather than just unloading Hammer. every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think when he was asking, like, my biggest takeaways, like, from this past weekend, I would say that's, like, one of them. Mm-hmm. I think that it just, like, sometimes after all of the, like, obstacles that we face, like, just having a little bit of validation, just, like, totally. to be like, okay, I'm not just wasting my time here. Like, yeah. if I, like, really fully invest in this and maybe, like, it can be fruitful in the end. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that was, like, my biggest takeaway. Yeah. Just, 
I think if we just give it our all, then, like, maybe we can have success. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, if you look at where the tour's at right now, compared to where it was when I first came out, it was just coming out of the bankruptcy, it's doing pretty well. And, and they're only adding money every year. Probably going to add another event or two, I would I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of the future, like, and if you keep moving up and you're one of those top teams, when the tour is thriving, that's a, that's a big big difference than yeah. when you're a top t- team when the tour's not thriving and you're yeah. like mm-hmm. I'm a top five team and I still can't make a living yeah. you know so mm-hmm. it is good timing for you guys yeah. yeah I think like both of us like agree that our heart's in beach like we wouldn't because mm-hmm. like, is what we want to do yeah. mm-hmm. it's just if it's like sustainable really yeah. totally yeah. I don't have to keep getting better it'll be really <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah seriously and then obviously uh, you know if you're doing well domestically have you guys ever thought about um, whether you wanted to go overseas and uh, play on international tour yeah i think we've we've talked about it like we'd love mm-hmm. to but i think right now it's just like kind of finding our One group step at a time. yeah exactly yeah totally yeah we'd but, love to in that yeah. like get there for sure cool yeah it's fun it's fun uh in the beginning like uh just dipping your toes in the water going in norsecas mm-hmm. and that kind of mm-hmm. thing that's kind of where travis is at love norsecas <laughs> yeah because you know, i mean a lot yeah. of times you're going in like the caribbean it's like yeah. staying in like a little resort yeah. in the caribbean and i've also lucked out with like a couple of the best Norsega stuff. I've been really, really spoiled. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you're on the vacation tour. Yeah. Nice. That's what Todd Rogers did at the end of his career. He started going to all these Norsegas. Yeah. With, like, whoever. Yeah. And it was like, he picked all the best. Like, well, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Right? You're enjoying yourself. Tour and yeah. And you're just getting paid vacations. Now. That's awesome. Yeah. No, it's fun. It, it's, there, there's a, a lot of potential in the beach and a lot of different mm-hmm. directions that you can go. Yeah. Um, and I so think with the college game, it's just getting like yeah. bigger and bigger. Oh, oh my gosh. Huge. It's yeah. crazy how yeah. much yeah. it's grown. It's I actually so feel much. bad for the girls because you guys have like so much competition. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being built underneath you. Whereas the oh guys, gosh. it's like no one, not many people are going to come straight out mm-hmm. indoor and just step on the beach. and be Yeah. Here, yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. And I think too, we were, t- we talk about it all the time, how there's so many just like different clubs and like, yeah, EVP first, so all these things crazy. that we never knew or like we never had growing yeah. up and we're young. Like it's just like so much has happened so recently and playing against Kraft and Maple and they're 16 and 17 and they're, they're so unreal. Good. They're like, so good. Crazy. Really? crazy. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's just super cool to see how much the sport's grown and, like, how, you know, people come from high school, college, and they're ready yeah. to go. It's they're like, cool. what club did you play for? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't play volleyball until high school. Yeah. <laughs> played on 16th Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's crazy. That's cool, though. It's like, I look at the women's qualifiers, and I'm like, it's almost better to be, like, a mid-seed, because, like, you guys come in with no points, and, yeah. like, the one mm-hmm. seed draws one of you guys, and I'm like, oh, Good luck. <laughs> the one yeah. seems totally, like yeah, totally. not the favorite. They're like the underdog in their first round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't crazy. want any part of that. Yeah, <laughs> we got we were what forty seven, and I think forty six got buys. So it was yeah, like, kind of tough. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we would have yeah. only had three. <laughs> right. We've had so many instances like that. We're oh, just like, many. oh, so close. Yeah, it's like being fifty one and the qualifier. Like, oh to yeah, get for into New York, it, we were fifty one, and they That's take fifty. Crazy. Yeah, I played like eleven matches in the last like five weeks or so yeah <laughs> nice yeah, cool it is crazy yeah I mean it changes like yeah once you're in main draws mm-hmm. and then you get a better seed in the beginning so you mm-hmm. skip you start skipping rounds as you yeah. stay in the yeah. wind like, wow this is way nicer yeah. yeah like I didn't play and I never played like three matches in a day after like my first two or three years yeah or not even I got lucky yeah. I got I picked up a top guy right away oh, he yeah. picked me up I got lucky nice yeah. But yeah, it, it does get easier. I don't think like 
I've never heard of anyone playing yeah. 11 matches. Yeah. <laughs> my trainer after, he, my, my brother plays baseball, and he uh-huh. has a trainer, and so my brother set me up with this guy, and he's like, great, but he's like, so what happened in the end? I was like, well, my legs just like wouldn't work anymore. <laughs> and he was like, honestly, like, I've done the best I can here. I can't really train you to play 11 matches. Yeah, like, no, there's yeah. just nothing more. I can't. Insane. Yeah. yeah. I feel like most people like don't really understand how much different it is because like oh well I'll go out and play you know six matches of a KOB on the weekends and like you don't understand how different it is it's like singing four songs in the shower and then singing like four songs at a concert yeah. like it's a totally <laughs> different thing like yeah. me and Rafi we played we played a, the AVP Next Gold in Chicago and we mm-hmm. played nine matches in two days wow and yeah. I was like two days damn that's <laughs> crazy we did eight for yeah. our AVP Next mm-hmm. in two eight? days okay. yeah, yeah. So you guys are getting kind of used to, to yeah. it now. The endurance thing is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got that part down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be a lot, though. How's, like, what do you guys do for recovery? Well, I guess, is your brother still in professional baseball? Yeah. He, do you yeah. have a younger brother, too? Just an plays? older brother, okay. yeah. yeah. Where's he playing? He's in, the, he's in double A for the White Sox. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Is there any competitiveness between you two? No, not really. <laughs> I think when we were younger, there was, but at this point, like, we both just know, like, the trials and tribulations of, like, sports. And so yeah. we just, like, try and support each other as much as yeah. we can. Like, he's, like, the, like, person I talk to most about, like, how hard being, trying to be a professional totally, athlete can yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Well, minor league baseball players can probably relate oh, yeah. best mm-hmm. with beach volleyball players. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Ryan Doherty, I don't yeah. know if you guys have met him, he used to be a minor leaguer for the Diamondbacks. Um, and he was like, yeah, you make, like, a pretty minimal salary. Yeah. Like, you're always on a bus. Like, you're eating, like, the leftover hot dogs. And yeah. Like, All right, beach volleyball players can relate yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. You're looking at, like, the top 1% or 2% guys that get picked up. You're like, right. Oh, I want that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Very relatable. Yeah. I think that's it's so funny. We were talking about it at the last or at the AVP and we're like when can we consider ourselves okay. professional because like we do not consider ourselves professionals oh, no. at yeah. all absolutely not I was like can I put this on Instagram like, <laughs> like is this validated I have no idea we were like, yeah, everybody so, else does yeah there's a, yeah. There's a funny yeah like we were like when, can, yeah. when is it allowed yeah. we were like well once we make a Sunday like we'll, we'll consider ourselves professional yeah. and then we did and we're like so are we professional yeah, <laughs> yeah. was it funny playing like people that coached against you because you guys played against Delaney and she coached against you both mm-hmm. of you when she was at Pepperdine and you played against Betsy and she was mm-hmm. coaching against you at LMU it's a funny dynamic yeah it's funny yeah I think just like they probably know our scouting report probably yeah a bit pretty well we know nothing about yeah them. Like, but it's also <laughs> just like start like yeah. oh god great like we have to play them like yeah. yeah we we have like so much respect for everybody we're like oh great like we have to play them and it's like seems like every game we're playing we're like no, not them, but I feel like there's no good option sometimes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is, I mean, I think that's a good way to go about it sometimes. Like, when I go and play teams that are, like, way lower seeds and you, like, think you have a good draw. Yeah. Like, and you're like, wait, this is professional. Like, mm-hmm. there's no good draws. Yeah. yeah. Like, you need to really be in that mindset. Yeah. That's so I true. mean, I'd rather be, like, worried about a team and, like, mm-hmm. be fully focused than, yeah. like, you know, relaxing. Right. And that's sure. us always, for sure. I think we're always, like, yeah. okay, like everybody's good like we have yeah. to give it our best like, and they're good I'm hurt yeah, yeah. played 10 matches yeah uh, yeah our flaw is like being too realistic and we like both have that mindset mm-hmm. and so like we're always just like think everybody else is so much better yeah. I think True. that's a good mindset to have though, yeah because like I see so many people 
like, oh, this team, like, it's a walkover. I'm like, there's yeah. literally no such thing. Yeah, yeah no. Like, yeah, like, especially in, like, a qualifier, like, oh, you have a great draw. I'm like, there's literally no good draws in any qualifier no, ever. definitely <laughs> not. Yeah. In a single limb, literally yeah. anybody, anything can happen. Totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like we saw on, in Hermosa, it was, like, the only two seeds held for the guys, and then I think maybe two for the women's, like, it's yeah. like uh, there are more upsets than favorites making it through qualifiers. I know. Yeah. 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 And just like the how they fin- the finishes. Like there was three qualifiers. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. Which was crazy. On Sunday, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. And like peop- they were beating good teams to get there too. Totally. Which is even wilder. Mm-hmm. But it was fun to watch. That's why I like tournaments where like a lot of the big dogs are gone. Because then like main draws just go nuts. Because like oh, all the favorites don't, aren't just like walking over people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, there's been a lot of upsets even when the top teams are there, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's Jake and Taylor. They kept losing early. Yeah, they making their way through the contender. Yeah. Troy and uh, Troy and Timmy. Baumgren made a final in New York. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot. It's It sucks, though, to miss them, you know? And yeah. you see, like, a new team win. Like, Shoot. They get, to, <laughs> they get to be in the winner's circle. Yeah. When you didn't get a shot at it, yeah. But it's that's the dynamic of uh, beach volleyball. There's it's crazy how many different um, paths there are to take. You know, like if you prioritize Olympics or World Tour, mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe you want to get on the World Tour, so you're prioritizing those tournaments over AVPs. Mm-hmm. Your career kind of takes a whole different path, and you're look. You know, on the domestic tour, your ranking mm-hmm. might be lower. But then you're reaching your goal on the world tour, mm-hmm. or you try to balance the two and like maybe burn yourself out. Or yeah. so it's it's interesting to see how many. It's really hard to follow our sport, I think, as a fan, because mm. you're like, I thought that guy was good. Why does he rank like like eleventh on the AVP and yeah. second in the world? Right. Yeah. <laughs> second <laughs> on the world tour. Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. Um, but it is interesting how you can kind of go on all those yeah. different journeys. It's also crazy. Snowballing. How like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. some snow. You yeah, can. it's pretty so cool. wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's also crazy like how like your route can be different too, like based on your partner. Like Sarah mm-hmm. Swantel's never played in like an AVP qualifier. Like right. she just got picked up by Lauren, and, yeah, which is right. amazing, and like she deserves that. But it was just like crazy how she just has never and will never have to just because like she found yeah. that route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like because we played chose to play together, neither of us had literally any points, totally. and so we had like such a different route. But just like. And we're like, so do we split up? Because, like, we couldn't even, like, get points to try and get into a qualifier. Right. So we're like, do we, like, split up and try and play with somebody else just yeah. to get in? But we stuck it out. Yeah, we, we did. did. But, yeah, it's just, oh, like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. You guys play in so many different high-stakes environments. Like, you have, like, the conference championships. You have the national championships. You had Nebraska in front of 15,000 people. Now you have a stadium court with, I don't know how many the AVP fits, maybe, like, five to 7,000, somewhere mm-hmm. in there, like, what is the and just like a qualifier final round with no one watching? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the biggest nerve wracking environment or the one that you thrive in the most? Good question. Um, for me personally, I really liked playing on stadium court in front of everyone. I yeah. think it initially I was super nervous. I was like, if I like serve under the net or anything, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna go home. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to do this ever again. Um, but then, kind of using that energy that they provided and converting that into just excitement, like, this is so cool. Like, I can bounce a ball and everyone's cheering for me. This yeah. is really cool. Um, and there was a moment when the guy, announcer guy, was like, okay, raise your hand or like clap if you're cheering for Crafted Maple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no one's gonna cheer for us. <laughs> it's gonna be so embarrassing. But then we had a lot of people cheer for us. And so that was really exciting. But I think that was a really cool moment and kind of one I'd say I thrive in was just like 
it made me push a little bit harder and like this is so cool and like I'm so grateful for this and so I think playing in front of the crowd would would be probably my favorite yeah Yeah. I feel like I'm not like I don't really get nervous that much but I think when I do get nervous it's in the qualifier because it's just like such high stakes it's like if we lose this and like we're just done and then like there's nothing we can do about it and we could just have a really good team in the first round and it just like it's I feel like it's kind of an unfair opportunity, even yeah. though it is what it is. Right. But, like, I have that mindset. Like, this isn't fair. Like, we should get more chances or yeah. something like that. So that's mm-hmm. probably when I get nervous. And then, I don't know. I, I think I definitely, like, thrive in that big environment, yeah. too. I think it's just so fun, like, using other people's yeah. energy. And, it's awesome. Yeah. And how was a stadium in Vienna against Austria? That was, oh, yeah, that was right. You got oh, Vienna, so cool. um, Austrians on stadium, and then world champs. You got the Germans on stadium. Mm-hmm. Wow. And we had... Uh, Norway and Russia, all on stadium. Nice, thirteen thousand. Wow! In like so a closed cool. arena, it was pretty sick. That's cool. What's yeah. been the the best world tour environment you've been on this year? Because I mean, you've been at all the best um, ones. I mean, Hamburg was the best world yeah. champ. It was like legit full city block where the line is going around the block. It's so wow. cool. That's like, so it's cool. our match. Like, well, that's yeah. oh, that's yeah. what I was in, so cool. in Hermosa. So they had, um, yeah. I don't know if you, were you in Hermosa last year or were you, were you gone? No, no I, you I were here. There. I was Yeah, you couldn't play. Sitting. Um, <laughs> you're watching me wear your board shorts. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wore Tri's board shorts in the qualifier last oh, year. Oh, nice. <laughs> His name. Brother, <laughs> brothers. Um, but they had like a, like a spill out area for stadium and like, uh, oh, kind of right, on TV yeah. and like the pier was packed idea. to watch the stadium on yeah. Sunday. It was yeah. awesome. So they had that in Hamburg as well. Uh, they had a giant stadium by all the food, or sorry, giant uh, TV by all the food booths. So everyone's crowded outside, inside. So cool. Mm-hmm. It, the World Tour is nuts because, or the Beach Majors, because they like have a, a full science to, to how they get the crowd involved. And they have dances that all yeah. the... I mean, Europeans are a little more crazy than Americans. Yeah. Like, Americans like to sit there and clap and, like, mm-hmm. really, like, break down the game. And Europeans are just there to, like, party. Just get yeah. bonkers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's exactly. Great. So they're, like, everyone in the stands doing, like, choreographed dances. Yeah. And, like, it's pretty oh, the monster block. That's the most... Monster uh, block. Yeah. 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 My they boyfriend plays, the, like, for USA, for oh, yeah. indoor. Okay. And so I went to Chicago to watch them play. Yep. And, like, there was, like maybe a third not even a third like an eighth of the stadium was americans and the rest was like poland and like brazil like all the other yeah, countries yeah. and it was like in the u.s and we made up so small <laughs> portion of the people there it was yeah. crazy i know that's we definitely uh lack the american fans are a little tamed together yeah. mark tries so hard on stadium court well, to get everybody Mark's doing. He's like trying doing to teach indoors, right and so they're bringing yeah. that yeah. like they never had the the monster block yeah. stuff mm-hmm. indoors until the Olympics. Yeah. And now they're having Mark and like a group of people come and train uh announcers to conduct the crowd uh indoors too. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. cool. awesome. Well now like Anders, I don't know if you watched any of Vienna oh, after dude, you got her the, ra- the fans are obsessed with them. Yeah, they like it's a home court every time. The they were doing like the children. Viking clap for them every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Then Anders is just backflipping after wins. Dude, they're that's, awesome. That's so cool. I don't like them. <laughs> 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 they're awesome. <laughs> we, well, we walked out. Uh, we walked out of the players area to warm up to go to the stadium, and Anders and them had finished on the side court. So, like right at the exit, there's just fans everywhere, like piled mm. in. And we're, like, trying to walk out. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Fans are all over the place. Yeah. And we just, like, kind of walk through them. And, and Anders and Christian are there. They're, like, taking pictures. Like, yeah. excuse me. 
<laughs> yeah, get get through here. Sorry. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. Can, oh yeah, watch out. <laughs> can you There's take this picture for me? Twenty-two year olds. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but they are that good. Yeah. Is there are there any players that you guys watch right now that you guys want to emulate at all? Yeah, I watch a lot of Alex Kleiman. You know, mm-hmm. she's obviously very great. And then Carrie has been someone who I've watched for a while. So I think now, especially playing, like training with her has been super, super cool. Yeah. Um, just kind of watching what she does and trying to emulate that, especially when she blocks. It's just like, it's amazing for me to watch. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot there. of Duda. Because okay. I, like, nice. I like played against her all of like youth USA stuff and she was always the best. And so now just to watch her on the world tour and just see it like... I don't know. I, I, her defense is just so simple, and she's just so good. So yeah. I don't know. I, I watch her the most. She can take over a match, like, probably like yeah. unlike anyone I've, I've ever seen. She just starts optioning from everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy. Her just, like, volley smarts are crazy. Yeah. Like, she just she's played so much. Mm-hmm. I just remember playing her at U19s, and she was 16, and she was already done with school. She's like, oh, no, I just do volleyball all the time. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, great, I'm in high school. <laughs> that's the Norwegians. Yeah. They, they went to a volleyball high school. Yeah. Like that, oh. that was hmm. the purpose of the school. Yeah. They had to get their classes done, but it was, like, fully training. Yeah. Wow. like, I didn't even play until I was, like, 20, until I graduated college, so, like, 22. Yeah. I played, like, Dipping yeah. my toes yeah. in the sand. Yeah. You have like, the Outrigger Academy. Like 14 years old. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. But, yeah. It definitely, like, shows, though, just, like, on, like, the world tour, like, the American, like, we yeah. don't have it at such a young age. Young, it's yeah. not as, like, developed. Right. Yeah. And then you can see from the fans, like you said, in Chicago, yeah. it was, like, all European fans. Oh, yeah. There was no American. It's crazy. <laughs> American. Yeah. Iran too. Oh my gosh! They have the nuts fans. It was Iran was there, and they were the entire stadium, and it was so loud, and like they were like had bells and whistles and just like constant noise. Isn't that? It's no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And they're good. I watched them play in Anaheim against the U.S. Yeah. Literally, like down the street from our training facility, and. Yeah, Iran just blew the American fans yeah. out of the water. And Poland. For them. Poland's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Especially indoors. Their beach fans, for some reason, the last few years haven't been that good. Really? It's the Austrians on the beach that oh, yeah. get nuts. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's interesting. They create super fun environments. Like, even for snow volleyball, like, the Austrians packed it. I was like, really? This is great. Yeah. <laughs> they were going crazy. nuts. They're, like, it's the so party cool. fans, though. I can tell. They were like, a ton of fun. like... <laughs> It doesn't matter who scores. Yeah. Like, you'll hit a ball out and they'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, here, dancing. Yeah. Like, you're not even watching the game. But yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Dodger like, games. They like It's yeah. like a pop fly like right out of the infield and everybody's like standing up like they're going to hit a home run. I'm like, right. do you even see where the ball is? <laughs> like, it's not going out. It's like a basement call. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys, you guys both played a bunch of sports growing up right and your family you're a basketball family yeah right? both your parents mm-hmm. played in college yep so were they were they kind of nudging you towards basketball oh yeah definitely growing <laughs> up I played mostly basketball hated it it was too much contact for me yeah. I also I think missed every layup I ever took so I was like <laughs> uh-huh. 
I'm six feet at like 13. Like there's no reason why I should be missing all these layups. Um, so I quit that, but I also did swimming for a while. Um, figure skating was a big one for me. Oh God. Yeah. Loved figure skating. Really? I got too tall That's for that. Crazy. It was a really big deal. I was sad. Um, that's but great yeah. for your like balance. I was say, it probably helped oh, you yeah. a ton with athleticism. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But wish I could have sold on it. Not now, but <laughs> maybe a little longer. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. What was it about volleyball that, that you loved? You know, I think just the team aspect of it. You know, I started playing indoor and it was really cool to like make a good play and have five other people like pumped for you. Um, so I think that was kind of the big thing. And then also I just really like hitting and blocking. I think just it's one yeah. of the funnest things. I think like there's something different about getting a point with a kill or a block as opposed to like making a shot or something like that and just like exerting so much energy into something and Mm -hmm. then getting the reward and getting to turn around and scream at her as she like gives me a little clap um (laughs) it's really cool so yeah i love the animation from you guys like even just sitting in the podcast you're just like always laughing facial expressions are great we get along yeah it's so important to have a partner that you enjoy hanging out Mm -hmm. with for sure and it has to be a good partner on the court but like Mm -hmm. i see so many people who are kind of miserable and don't want to like hang mm-hmm. out off the court and you can't really avoid that yeah you know? totally so it's definitely yeah. helpful mm-hmm. i think that we've had like a lot of open conversations about it and like mm-hmm. we both just like respect each other as athletes and like mm-hmm. good or bad days like we know it happens so like i think that but like we respect that like we both have the talent and that we both work hard mm-hmm. and i think that we because we have that mutual understanding it like just allows us to be so more so much more honest and like have so much more fun than right. like yeah. mm-hmm. when you're like okay was well, she gonna dump me is she gonna like right. if I don't do well and since like we have this like good relationship it makes it so much so much better yeah, so, yeah. we have a lot more fun that way mm-hmm. have you guys had to like adopt different roles because you played with Abby Van Winkle who was a freshman All right so I don't know if you were more of a leader on that one but since mm-hmm. like you guys are both super experienced that neither of you really need to like be like the de facto leader or whatever I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but I would definitely say that, like, she leads our team in terms of, like... (laughs) (laughs) I think... Good to know. Yeah. Okay. I think she... Yeah, seriously. No, she... um, She's really smart. Like, her beach IQ is unreal. And for me, I think... I learned so much from her every day and she's has no qualms with being like, you should do this or like, why'd you do that? And that's so helpful for me. And I think we talked about it of like, if you see something, tell me and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be that hurt. You're not going to be that hurt, which I think is a rare in women's sports just to be able to take criticism and feedback, um, which I think we do really well, but yeah, she's just super smart and I trust her a ton. And I think that, I mean, you watch me a lot. And so she has learned like what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. And she's able to like help me and tell me things. And so I would say that she's a leader in that regard. And I think my role is probably more <laughs> of like the enthusiasm and like mm-hmm. the cheering yeah. and like the encouragement. Cause she's more quiet than I am and I'm kind of a goofball and I'm all over the place. But um, yeah, I think I'm kind of more of the motivation and the excitement and she's just really smart and like keeps me, keeps me going. Perfect. It's fun being the team morale. Yeah, we need it. Oh yeah, I'm like, like she's always like, you literally just like bounce it. Can you like get a little excited? I'm like, I'm excited. I'm great. (laughs) This is my happy face. Right. (laughs) Just want to get another one. Yeah. Yeah. What's so funny? Because like she's so like giggly and silly and like fun and exciting like off the court and so I was kind of expecting that when we started playing. So like I think our first couple games, I like do something cool and I'm like, oh, she's gonna be so pumped and you're like. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm getting better. Yeah, we are getting better. Yeah. That's funny. But did you, you seem surprised that when Chrissy said that yeah. you were kind of a leader. Mm-hmm. I guess I just think like emotional or like vocal leader because mm-hmm. I'm not, not like a vocal leader, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I definitely think that 
I don't know. I don't feel like the leader, but no. I just like say how I feel all the yeah. time. So yeah, I guess Which I go to, I'm the captain. So I guess I'm a yeah. leader. Yeah, <laughs> she crushes rock paper scissors. I so don't that's argue great. ref calls. She argues ref calls. True, true, true. It's yeah. interesting. I feel like every beach team you like have to take a certain role, but like mm-hmm. both players need to lead it sometimes. Totally. Because yeah. if one guy is mm-hmm. doing it the whole time, or girl, it's mm-hmm. it's draining. You know. Yeah. And yeah. The pressure's yeah. always on you, mm-hmm. and when. If you're in the in the tank for a little bit and mm-hmm. the other player sees that and they can kind of step up and like, mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You side out right now. I'll worry about everything else. Yeah. Of. That really helps you get through those kind of lows. Yeah. And I think we're both capable of stepping up, which is really cool. Like I trust her a ton and I think she trusts me a ton as well in terms of like skill wise or like siding out or things like that. But I think another thing that she's really good at is like play calling or things like that. Mm-hmm. Like she'll be like, okay, let's do this out of the timeout or let's do this in the situation. I think that's something that she does super, super well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's really good at giving compliments. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. 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 It's a good skill to have. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hype up my partner. Yeah. You'll never feel Someone terrible. Hype, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, have you guys looked at, so we have Manhattan coming up. Are mm-hmm. you doing Chicago and Hawaii, or is that kind of TBD? Yeah, TBD. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think we'd like to, but it just kind of depends points-wise. I think if we have a really good finish in um, – Manhattan, then I think if we have enough points to be in the main draw, we for sure want to do Chicago, mm-hmm. but we're still kind of unsure. We'd like to in general, but I know that there's like a, they're capping it because of some like high waters or something. Yeah, well, oh, so yeah. you were there, because um, the VNL was in Chicago, I think the same weekend that the AVP Next was there. Mm-hmm. They think you guys were there the weekend after. Okay. Yeah. Because when we went to play, we went up, so you know, um, you've been to Chicago, right? So you know how the lake like kind of comes up and then there's the wall? Mm-hmm. It was just straight up over the wall. Like, there, you couldn't wow. see it. So it yeah. was just, like, the courts were, like, a swimming pool. So we had to, like, move them way back. Right. So there's just not as much court space. They had, right. I think they're capping it at 32. 32, yeah. Seems like that problem every year. Like, yeah. we've had... Well, this was, like... We've had the player's tent, like... The waves are hitting the players. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, water's coming under yeah. and everything. Like, the whole tournament was, like, about to slide into the... That's crazy. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. multiple times. They yeah. had, like, tractors... Going in the like water, trying to like block <laughs> yeah. it, like build up oh little mound. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Chicago's interesting. The yeah. weather's unpredictable. It was not yeah. so in our on our last match on uh Saturday in Chicago, it was so the heat index was one ten the entire day. Mm. And then wow. it dropped to like seventy in two minutes. And this wow. just cool breeze came in and we we're like, we're gonna have to get out of here pretty soon. Cause then it started, it was like 25 mile an hour winds kicked up and this, we could see the storm coming in. Oh. And wow. so it was basically like whoever was on the bad side just like lost like 6 1, yeah. 7 oh, yeah. every time. Oh, I bet. And then it just like wow. storm came in. And then the girls' tournament was only supposed to be one day, mm-hmm. but it, it just like wiped out all the courts. So then people were like rescheduling flights and there's a couple forfeits the next morning because wow. like, they couldn't finish it right. on Saturday. Yeah. That's crazy. So, Chicago's always wild. Yeah, unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I think we'd like to, but yeah. 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 Well, congrats on your third in Thanks. Hermosa, yeah. and uh, congrats on making it out of the qualifier in Manhattan already. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, really. Huge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love the JVP Playing next. Playing with house money now. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Be big so, to, to get to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, be yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a fun sight when it's not underwater, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet, yeah. yeah. We have uh, one question that we ask our guests at the end of every episode, and that is, if you had to give one piece of advice to an up-and-coming beach volleyball player, what would that piece of advice be? You can start. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I think I would say just 
seizing every opportunity and learning something from each one and also just being grateful because I think for me what I've learned is that when I take the time to count my blessings and think about all the things and cool opportunities that I've had whether it's win or loss like that motivates me to work harder and just to continue to push even when things are hard like in the qualifier it was tough you know we went to Seattle and we lost and like all I could think about was like this was still so cool and like we learned so much and I think we learned a lot about ourselves and that you know in all situations like if we give it our all like good things happen and even if it doesn't go well like we can still learn something and move forward and I think with a sport like beach volleyball when there are you know the highs are high and the lows are low like you kind of just got to keep going and and count your blessings and keep pushing so love that Mm -hmm. okay I have two one is just like learning from all the obstacles because I think it's inevitable like obstacles on the beach are just it's not like professional sports like you see Mm -hmm. on tv it's there's a lot more obstacles that you face and then just try and do your best to learn from them and not let that just like really bum you out. And then with that is just like having fun. Cause like you we're, we're playing at the beach. Like life could be so much worse. Like yeah. let, enjoy it. Like have fun with your partner, like mm-hmm. dance a little, like just like enjoy it. Cause it's a really cool sport. And there's so many people that would like just kill to be in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Two good agree. messages. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Thanks for coming on, ladies. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah. Step the legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try. Good to have you back. Thank you. Yeah. Heal, heal soon. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Sorry about the ugly uh, arm setup here. <laughs> <laughs> Shoots. All right. Shoots. <laughs>